Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all our SAPS for HANA followers. My name is Marvin Posch, and today you are listening to the third episode of the new Inside SAPS for HANA podcast hosted by Solution Management. Last episode, we talked about SAPS for HANA Cloud and the importance of becoming an intelligent enterprise. If we think about the right path to the intelligent enterprise, we will quickly realize that there isn't just one right path, because the journey of each company is unique. However, the questions that companies are asking themselves are the same. How can we unify data across our extended enterprise? How do we connect diverse applications? How do we increase agility and leverage automation? How can we make data-driven decisions? SAP Svana Cloud, an SAP Business Technology Platform, or in short, SAP BTP, is the answer to all of these questions. Today, I have invited my colleagues Ruben Mellema and Jonathan Rhodes to answer questions and provide first-hand insights on how to become an intelligent enterprise with SAP Svana Cloud and SAP BTP. Hi, Ruben. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, Marvin. Yeah, great to talk to you again. Hey, Marvin. Hey, John. Jonathan, you already introduced yourself in the last episode, so let us save some time. Ruben, the spot is yours. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks so much, Marvin. So I'm uh, Ruben Melema. I'm uh, part of the solution management organization within SAP. Um, so I'm one of the solution managers for Esfahana uh, with a strong technical background on everything uh, we deal with so-called extensibility and integration, uh, leveraging the SAP Business Technology Platform. Thank you for the short introduction. While browsing through the internet, I found a lot of buzzwords, for example, metaverse, intelligent technologies, hyper-automation, and clean core. In our last episode, we spoke about SAP Svana Cloud and our vision of the intelligent enterprise. What is a clean core and how does it fit into this picture? Yeah, thanks, Marvin. And the clean core for me is quite an important concept when we're looking at a cloud paradigm and, and, and the whole intelligent enterprise. Uh, so what do we mean by the clean core? Essentially, it's running on standard best practice processes where we take the solution as designed and sure we can do some adjustments, what we call in-app extensibility, but on the, on the whole, we're running the process without any customizations or heavy customizations in the solution. If we look at the legacy which we used to have, often customers would um, uh, do these customizations in the core, and that made it far more difficult to upgrade. If you've got a clean core with a cloud paradigm, I'm able to continuously upgrade. And in the context of a business technology platform, um, this is perfect because I keep my core clean and do my differentiation and enhancements in the business technology platform. Um, so really important concept. Jonathan, you briefly mentioned in-app extensibility. Could you maybe elaborate a little bit on that? What type of extensibility options do we have? Yeah, let me take this, uh, Martin. So um, in short, right, if we talk about these um, extensibility options, um, a lot of times people are um you know thinking that they cannot do a lot of, or not cannot cover a lot of requirements um, in a solution that is let's say maintained by a vendor right and and that is in, in general a wrong understanding because we offer a lot of capabilities within the solution which we call in-app extensibility and in-app extensibility allows people to for example create new custom fields um, renaming fields uh, you know moving fields um, in the user interface itself uh, with a so-called what you see is what you get editor right so it's a very visual way of changing the user interface to cover the needs that the customer has uh, but also things like custom analytics right so what we call a cds views so those cds views are basically 
uh, out there. Those are our representations of the data. So it's, let's say, a view on top of the data. Uh, we deliver a lot of out-of-the-box CDS views for people to leverage um, for those, those analytics. Uh, but you can also, for sure, create your own custom analytics, right? So your custom CDS views. Um, and you can expose those CDS views to either embedded reporting, right? So reporting within the solution itself. So you can basically extend the standard reports in the solution or create your own within the solution, right? To actually cover your requirements. Or you can expose those data sets um, as OData services uh, to external uh, or third-party uh, systems, right? Or, or potentially you can even leverage this for sure on, on BTP uh, in that case. Uh, so the business technology platform. Um, but in App Extensibility also offers things like custom forms, custom email templates, or potentially some, uh, some custom database fields or objects. And one of the uh, other important things to understand is that also we have a thing which is called application logic, which are the bodies, right? And those bodies are still within the S4 solution for you to actually uh, leverage in order to extend the solution in a way to cover the requirements uh, of the particular customer. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to modify or, or, let's say, completely customize the core system because this is called extensibility. So you're basically building this next to the standard delivered software from SAP. So you do not modify the core solution like John uh, just, uh, just explained, right? And um, that also allows us to actually upgrade the, the systems without too much impact, right? So there's, for sure, we, we require a short downtime uh, during, uh, during a time frame, and the time frame is getting lower and lower with even, uh, you know, zero downtime coming up most probably. But in, in reality, what you see, right, if you create a custom field, um, that field will still be there after we upgraded the, uh, the system. Now, if you want to talk about more advanced scenarios and you want to create completely new user interfaces or you want to do some data science or data analytics or, um, I don't know, IoT or big data analysis, those are typically things that you take to the so-called business technology platform, right? So BTP, SAP BTP, and that's what we call side-by-side extensibility. So we leverage um, all of the different APIs and the process and events that are coming out of the Asfana Cloud system right with the extensibility and integration options and we leverage that in the business technology platform with side-by-side extensibility and that is then where you can actually build all of your your cool stuff to um to still be able to actually cover the the customer requirements uh, without impacting that core system so that is that is very very beneficial right and uh, this opens up basically a lot of flexibility in the solutions um, without impacting the core system and still allow you to, to you know, take the best out of the uh, standard delivered SAP software um, and still being able to actually cover all of the requirements that, that you have. Thank you for the brief but informative introduction. If any of you are eager to learn more about in-app and side-by-side extensibility, you should listen to episode 23 of the Inside SAP s podcast. Now back to it. Ruben, if I'm not mistaken, you just mentioned the term business technology platform. What exactly is the SAP business technology platform? Yeah, so the uh, business technology platform is our pass offering, so the platform as a service, um, which is basically taking you uh, towards or becoming an intelligent enterprise, right? And it, um, it offers the extensive capabilities to accelerate also the journey to S4. 
Um, so BTP basically consists out of a, a lot of services. Uh, and those services are, for example, around, as, uh, around a, a custom HANA database or database and data management. It can cover analytics. Uh, so SAC, for example, it covers um, uh, the application development and integration uh, elements for sure, right? So the extension suite uh, with the business application studio to actually create those, those applications. Um, and then also for sure deploying that back into S4, right? So the end user will then not recognize whether uh, an application runs uh, in a standard delivered S4 system or whether it actually is built on BTP, right? So there's no, from a user interface perspective, no change. Uh, and then we have the so-called integration suite. And the integration suite allows you to basically connect different uh, systems uh, to each other, right? So um, for example, a, a SAP system into, uh, I don't know, Salesforce, for example, right? And that integration suite contains also out-of-the-box scenarios for you to integrate uh, SAP to SAP, but also SAP to non-SAP, right? And um, then we have a thing which is called open connectors, and those open connectors also allow you to, um, you know, make, make use of um, what we call connectors, and th those connectors are basically, for example, going into Slack or um, other, um, let's say, larger vendors that a lot of companies use and that a lot of companies potentially have the need at integrating with. And we basically built that connection already for you. So the only thing that you need to do then is then, then configure the uh, specific accounts for sure on those platforms, uh, connect it to your integration suite, and then you can actually leverage that in your integration scenarios, right? And, um, that then also uh, contains some process orchestration. And then we have a thing which is called intelligent technologies on BTP. And then we're going to go into situations like RRPA, so intelligent robotic process automation or conversational AI, and potentially also for sure uh, Internet of Things, which is out there for a couple of years, uh, but also AI business services, right? And then those kind of intelligent technologies are also part of the BTP strategy. That was definitely a more detailed answer than I expected. What still interests me and probably also the listeners is why choose SAP BTP with SAP S4 HANA Cloud and why now? Mm -hmm. um, so basically, uh, the business technology platform, right, and the integration suite, for example, and or the, extensive, uh, the extension suite there, um, it provides you a lot of benefits uh, with out-of-the-box integration scenarios and out-of-the-box scenarios there with S4 HANA Cloud. And so we provide out-of-the-box best practices for you to use and leverage, right? Um, which are also automatically connected towards that integration and extensibility suite on, um, on the SAP business technology platform. Um, that would also immediately allow you, if you create, for example, those custom SAP UI5 applications, right? So SAP UI5, and let me briefly explain uh, this to, to people who are not familiar with SAP UI5. So SAP UI5 is the software development kit to create what we call SAP Fiori user interfaces. And SAP Fiori is the user experience that we give across the full solution of S4, right? So the applications in S4 HANA Cloud uh, will look uh, as Fiori applications. And if you wanna have a consistent user experience for, for your end users, you basically want to choose for creating those applications, leveraging the SAP UI5 SDK, and you need to have a, a um, software stack where you can, or development stack where you can actually uh, 
create those applications quite smoothly, right? And that's that's also on the business technology platform, and that's called the business application studio. And if you're leveraging that business application studio, you also immediately have the option to deploy this application back into S4HANA Cloud. Right? So the moment you're finished developing this solution um, on BTP, you can then deploy this back into S4HANA Cloud, automatically create those, those custom tiles uh, to actually immediately click on and then be brought over to that application from an end user perspective, right? Um, so that is one of the major benefits. Now, in the integration suite, we build a lot of pre-built integration scenarios uh, with S4HANA Cloud and potentially other solutions. And, you know, we for sure build this on the integration layer in BTP, so the integration suite, right? So that is another benefit for uh, customers to choose BTP over other uh, PaaS offerings uh, in combination with, with S4HANA Cloud. So far, we've gotten to know SAP BTP and learned why SAP BTP with SAP S4HANA Cloud is the answer to the questions I have mentioned in the intro. To complete the picture, it would be great if you could tell us a little bit about some key customer scenarios or use cases. Yeah, I mean, I could perhaps cover this. So I, I think Ruben covered quite nicely some of the examples, i.e. what can we do with BTP? So it you know, ranges from integrating solutions, uh, extending solutions, building new ones or analysis. Um, so I think from an integration perspective, if we look at that first, some examples we've seen have been, for example, Delaware, a consulting firm who wanted to integrate um, their own custom resource management solution with their project scenario. So using BTP from an integration perspective, they're able to make sure um, they, you know, taking advantage of the APIs which are available on BTP to have a seamless process which goes between the two applications using BTP to enable that seamless process um, and, and gain efficiencies for it. But then you can go even further than that from the uh, in integrations and, and build new applications. Um, and a couple of examples which I think are really cool, we've got McGrath Nickel, who are actually a law firm, who've implemented a own-built timesheet to address the needs of lawyers who have quite complex requirements for time recording. You know, they, they enter it uh, potentially in very small increments, and it has to be as efficient as possible and captured in as much detail as possible. So they can essentially and have built their own timesheet based upon BTP, which um, once again uses the integration capabilities um, of BTP to make sure that that flows through into the core, um, this clean core of the engagement management process and is available for revenue recognition, for billing, et cetera. But it can also go even beyond that to, to a more, uh, you know, complex scenarios. So uh, Domani, who, who provide a hospitality marketplace, have been able to build a custom application, which essentially does just about everything. It's uh, it's on a hybrid solution landscape, integrating SAP solutions, custom-made solutions on BTP, existing uh, solutions from various different vendors and suppliers, and using BTP to pull it all together to enable that marketplace. And at the same time, provide a degree of analytics, which is one of the other use cases which we see um, is having very insightful and powerful analytics um, through business technology platform analytics cloud. And we see most of our customers actually going down that route. It get, allows them to have um, not only very insightful, uh, easy to use, very attractive um, user experiences, but it allows them to navigate back down into the, uh, the core of the SAP solution is clean core as well. So, so lots of potential, lots of exciting approaches which can be done. And most importantly, 
from an end user perspective, it just becomes a seamless experience. Um, they don't and shouldn't really care whether they're in BTP or the clean core or other applications. So yeah, lots of potential. You just spoke about scenarios and use cases. Can you share some customer examples or success stories with us as well? Yeah, I mean, I think the ones we just covered a little bit were good. I, I, I think where it's the most successful um, uh, is where straight from the outset, the, the customer looks at um, the benefits they get from the, um, as we said, the clean core, the, the standard best practice processes, and, and then they look at how they can extend that or improve upon it. Um, so as I said, the McGraffnickel one is great from a, a point of view of um, having a custom-built timesheet. Another great example, more in a different customer space, is RPC. So RPC um, produce composite um, essentially manufacturing of fiberglass and glass, et cetera. And they were able to very rapidly implement a number of subsidiaries on this clean core on the S4HANA cloud. Um, but what they wanted to do was also increase their efficiency um, from some of their uh, field and manufacturing resources. So they developed a number of uh, applications very quickly on the business technology platform to improve visibility of inventory, some of their processes, workflows, et cetera. And that's where I think you get the key benefits and the, uh, the success of this approach is to um, maximize the usage of the core and then when you need to innovate or differentiate, use a BTP uh, approach. We've already learned quite a lot today, but we all know sometimes information can also be overwhelming. What would be your recommendation for someone who wants to learn more about SAP BTP or even try it out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, there is a um, so-called free tier model available for SAP BTP, right? And that actually allows you to start with a productive uh, account right away. Uh, you can then try out um, certain services uh, to a specified capacity um, limit, right? And, and then actually afterwards, um, when you actually tried it out, uh, you can then afterwards also switch to the paid uh, service plans um, without losing work, right? So we basically then... Uh, just extend the capacity limits, right? So basically that, that then happens. And, you know, there is a, um, there is a URL available, uh, which is a try URL, but if you just simply go to Google, you type in SAP Business Technology Platform Trial, it's the first URL on the top, um, which will then actually allow you to, uh, to create your account. It will actually set it up. Um, for you, and then you can actually start activating the services that you're trying to, or that you want to try out. So for example, if you want to try out the Business Application Studio in combination with, I don't know, a integration um, a suite scenario, for example, you, you activate the integration suite, um, and then in the integration suite, after it's then actually deployed, so it's taking a couple of minutes, then Uh, after it's deployed, you can simply go in, try it out, no strings attached, right? So you can just try it out for free. And after you're done trying it out, you can actually buy it. That's it. This already brings us to the last question of today's episode. What are the key takeaways for someone who isn't familiar with SAP BTP? Yeah, I'll have a go first about. I mean, for me, coming right back to the first discussion we had um, is one of the key benefits of adopting the cloud paradigm is to Uh, keep a clean core, adopt best practices. But you also don't want to be limiting yourself in terms of differentiation and uh, some of the unique things you need to do. And that's where BTP comes into it. It's a, it really allows you to 
um, take advantage of the ability to either extend solution, integrate, build, and, and be very agile innovation while not disrupting that clean core. So to me, that's the key takeaway is um, you try and have a paradigm where you do that innovation in a platform which doesn't disrupt that clean core. But also, Ruben, I'm, I'm sure you've got some comments you can make as well. Yeah, great, John. So um, for me, those are four different things, right? So we have connected business processes, right? So we want to have end-to-end processes that optimize, um, you know, across lines of your business and achieve competitive differentiation with the BTP completely embedded into the end-to-end process. Um, we have on a second place here the multi-cloud openness. So basically, we run in any hyperscaler, right? So that's that's also good to to understand. And then a third piece is the extensive partner ecosystem um, because there are and there is a lot of content created on BTP, right? And there is no need to sometimes reinvent the wheel. So there are over 15,000 different partners across 25 different industries to meet your needs, right? And to meet the needs of, of, uh, of the customer's business. Um, so that would always be the first recommendation to actually check the partner uh, ecosystem to see whether something is already out there to cover your particular needs on BTP. If it's out there, maybe there is just a small subscription fee, um, but then it saves you a lot of a lot of development costs, a lot of TCO, etc. Right? So it's um, that that's the third option. And the fourth piece here is that it also is um, allowing you a much uh, more rapidly implementation and a faster uh, time to value. So you can quite easily, quite quickly go live, right? You reduce the payback period, you monetize investments, and you also fund subsequent high-value use cases. Thank you, Jonathan and Ruben, for joining me today. It was a pleasure to have both of you join the podcast, share your experiences, and shed some light for our listeners on SAP Svana Cloud and SAP BTP. Thanks so much. Yep, delighted to join, as always. Thanks, Marvin. A big thank you to our listeners as well. Look for our next episode end of February on Open SAP. I hope you will join me again. Until then, SAP Svana followers, stay tuned and stay safe. <laughs>